0: Welcome to Toe Crushers with umer Khan. Today's episode features Bangladesh's upcoming tour, rather the first leg of their upcoming tour of Pakistan and this first leg is made of three t twenty internationals that are scheduled for lahore january twenty fourth twenty fifth and twenty seventh All three t twenty internationals will be played at Gaddafi Stadium. In Lahore. And uh, Team Bangladesh has played 10 T20 internationals against Pakistan, with eight going Pakistan's way and uh, two having uh, gone Bangladesh's way. And in terms of Bangladesh's last tour, that was back in 2003 when Bangladesh played three test matches against uh, Pakistan and uh, two were. One by Pakistan, one was a drawn affair. Now in terms of rankings, how these two teams are stacked up in the world, Pakistan of course tops uh, the T20 international ranking with 270 points and uh, Bangladesh team is number 9 in the world in T20s with 227 points. Something that makes this T20 series even more important than the result of the series in isolation is the fact that Australia is ranked number two behind Pakistan with one point difference and England with a five point difference rank number three so depending on how this series goes if it does not go pakistan's way uh, this might as well be the end of pakistan's reign at the top of the t20 summit so very important uh, series in context of uh, another nation coming to Pakistan to play international cricket and the context of uh, international rankings, a format that Pakistan team has uh, really made their own in terms of their performances uh, anywhere they've played in the world up until their last series defeat at the hands of Sri Lanka. Now, coming down to where this series is going to be held, this will be in Lahore at the Gaddafi Stadium. We're expecting a full house there all three days, uh, even though third game it will be on Monday, a weekday, but I would expect nothing less than a full house for all three T20 internationals. Uh, Pitch, it should be a belter from the standards of uh, subcontinental pitches and what we saw in the series against uh, Sri Lanka. And now coming down to the most important aspect. Uh, Well, actually before that, let's go through the last five T20s each team has played. Pakistan, they've had a horrible run in T20s off late. Their uh, last five T20s, one of those was rained out game against Australia. And other than that, they've uh, lost other five games. So Two at the hands of Australians and uh, a series clean sweep at the hands of Sri Lanka. Rather, a home series clean sweep at the hands of Sri Lanka. So this series gives them a very good opportunity to uh, bounce back, looking especially at World T20 to be held in Australia later this year. On the other hand, Bangladesh, out of their last five uh, games that Bangladesh has played, they have won three, including one T20 win against India by seven wickets. So they have had a good run. Their last two T20s they lost to India but three before those they won. So they've had a good track record. This series will be a closely fought series. I do not expect Bangladesh team to be pushovers like I thought Sri Lankan team would be, much to my surprise. So we'll see how that goes and uh, as much as I believe Team Pakistan should prevail 2-1, we will lose a game considering the fact uh, our team includes a few newcomers. So I think it will be 2-1 in favor of Pakistan. We should be able to win these cities but then again this is T20 slam-bam cricket. So you never know what version of Team Pakistan walks onto the field. Now let's talk about the team composition. And there were a few surprises in the team. I'm going to run through the squad of 14 that was announced. Ali Ahmad Bhatt, Haris Rauf, Iftikhar Ahmed, Imad Wasim, Khushdil Shah, Mohammad Hafiz, Muhammad Hasnan, Mohammad Rizwan, Musa Khan, Shadab Khan, Shaheen Shahfridi, Shoaib Malik, Usman Qadir, and Babar Azam to lead the team. Now, out of these 14, SNLE, Ahmad Bhatt, Musa Khan, and Usman Qadir. They have been picked out of nowhere. I say nowhere because, yes, they've played some domestic cricket, but We've had players who have represented Team Pakistan, but due to severe performance uh, issues, these folks have been given a chance to represent Pakistan in this upcoming series. Now, personally speaking, I would have included Usman Shinwadi as opposed to Musa Khan because he does go for runs. At the same time, his strike rate, he is a wicket-taking bowler be it PSL be it uh, one day internationals be it even test match we've seen him through various uh, editions of Pakistan super league how potent he is with the new as well as the old ball so we'll see what happens and how this series goes in terms of uh, this squad of 14 that has been selected now there were a few mentions that I wanted to make. But looking at those statistics, I decided to not even make those because I was thinking why Asif Ali has not been included. Turns out that he's only crossed 25 once in last 10 completed T20 innings he's played with an average of 18.39 in 24 innings. So no need to bring him back at this point in time. Fahim Ashraf, out of 18 innings, his highest score is 21 with an average of 11. Does not make sense to bring him back, even for his bowling. Fakhar Zaman, averaging 22.9 out of 33 T20 innings, highest of 91. Okay, fine, but, well, he has not crossed 25 runs in his last 12 T20 innings, so that does not warrant bringing him back uh, into the side, even in the squad of 14, let alone playing him in the 11. And then Shweb Malik, with an average of 30.5 across 104 innings, highest score of 75. The reason he's been brought back is, I personally believe, and I applaud the fact that PCB has done that, is the guy led Amazon Guyana Warriors in uh, Caribbean Premier League to the championship game, only to be lost. So they set a new record for being undefeated throughout the league stages. They won every single game in the league, including playoffs, up until the final game. So in 2018, Schwabe averaged 41 runs in the 16 innings he played. And in 2019, he only played three innings with an average of 24, but it is his leadership that will matter on the field. And looking at the World T20 coming later in the year, I believe this is the perfect opportunity for him to bid the game farewell and for Pakistan cricket team to finally turn the page in a graceful manner on how to treat players who have brought so much respect, so much repute, so much glory to the nation. So I believe Shoaib Malik should be part of uh, our international T20 fixtures leading all the way up to the World Cup. And then we have Mohammad Afiz, who... Has actually scored more than 25 runs in seven out of his 12 completed T20 innings, and five out of those 12 innings, he was not out. And he's been a very good T20 player in the last few years, so I really believe he should be included in the team all the way up to the World Cup because he's already said after T20 World Cup, my T20 career is over. So uh, looking at that, Malik and Hafiz, they should be made part of the fixtures unless they do horribly in the series. Uh, Even then, I still would want to keep their experience all the way up to the T20 World Cup. Now, coming down to my 11, for at least the first game, I would go with Babar Azam and Hafiz up at the top, and Hoshtil Shah uh, at number three, because I watched some of his uh, videos and the way he plays, he's got a very strong on game. Anything which is marginally on middle and leg, he will just clip off his legs. I would definitely play him considering that we would need to strengthen our middle order with Hafiz and Malik bowing out of the game. Then at number four, I would play Ehsan Ali. Now, Ehsan Ali is a right-hand batsman. He's uh, played eight domestic games with 178 runs, average of 22. But he's a very compact player in the mold of Abdul Razak where he has a very good stance. He's got a high backlift very good cover drive, loves playing off the back foot. So I believe we should play him and we should test him. So Asen Ali at number four, Shwey Malik number five, Mohamed Rizwan number six, Imad Wasim number seven, Iftikhal number eight, Shadab nine, Afridi 10, and Haris Rauf at 11. Because if we are Asking the guy to come back from Australia, leaving Melbourne Stars in the middle of a very successful season, then you better as well play him in all three games. So that is my playing eleven: Babar Azam, Hafeez, Khushdil Shah, Ali. Shweb Malik, Rizwan, Imad Wasim, Iftikhar, Shadab Khan, Afridi, and Haris Rauf. And maybe, depending on how the results go, I would include Muhammad Hasnan in place of uh, Haris Rauf in the third game. But I would definitely give Haris first two games. And let's see how the results go, how Team Pakistan fares. It should be a very good series I'm looking at, considering the drubbing that Pakistan team got at the hands of... Uh, so-called third string Sri Lankan T20 team. And I hope that uh, they realize that it is what happens today that matters. Does not matter that you're the number one T20 team in the world. If you're not going to play to your potential, according to the game, you're as good as number 10 team in the world. So this was my preview of T20 International Series to be held at Gaddafi Stadium in Lahore between Pakistan and Bangladesh. Please let me know if you enjoyed some. parts of it, or if you did not agree with uh, your team composition as opposed to mine, I look forward to that uh, feedback also. Having said that, you guys enjoy the cricket coming up in next few days. I hope the better team wins. May it be Team Pakistan. And with the Toe Crushers, this is Umer Khan signing off.